Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina Fishing Report with Dale Collins of Tuckaseechee Fly Shop. How's it going, Dale? Doing good, Marvin. Just got back uh, off the water from a trip. Outstanding. A good half day. Sounded like you were up high chasing the brook trout. It was, man. Uh, it was actually, uh, we kind of squeezed a full day in, and uh, we, we met at the shop at 6 a.m. and um, set sail, and uh, on the water by seven seven thirty, and um, you know, make a make a good good day of it, so to speak, time wise. But um, yeah, that's that's definitely how you want to do it right now. Start early, and um, you know, by two or you know one or two o'clock, get off the water before it gets too hot and stresses fish. And by then, normally right now, our weather pattern storms are coming in anyway, so you might as well get off the water and and come in and take a break and maybe get ready for the evening session. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I know you've had, you know, it's not kind of just seasonable rain right now for the next kind of week to 10 days, kind of those just pop-up thunderstorms. Yeah, and that's, we'll take them, you know, because that, that kind of keeps our water from getting too terribly hot. So um, if, if, if having afternoon thunderstorms means our water stays, you know, in the 60s as opposed to the 70s, then we'll take it. Yeah, and exactly. And I was going to say, too, and you've been, you know, until recently, kind of unseasonably cool. So you got the best of both worlds, right? You still got good That's trout right. fishing and you've got uh, good smallmouth fishing. You want to kind of update folks on what you're seeing? Yeah, you know, with um, with the water temps, so we're still able to chase trout, you know, on the creeks. Um, the tuck still got some, some responsive fish on it as well, if you're going to be out there in the mornings. Um, but, you know, as far as the trout goes, it's a creek game. And if you can get high elevation, it's even better. But with the smallmouth, kind of the downside of, of having um, these afternoon thunderstorms is, is they can keep our um, valley waters um, kind of turbid. So, and, and, and these, these smallmouth out here are a little temperamental, and they don't like that muddy water. So um, we haven't uh, targeted them too much this, this, this season, but we know, we know the dry times are coming. And that's when I feel like the, the smallmouth fishing can really excel around here is, is when it gets dry and, and, and low and clear, so to speak. So, uh, but those times are coming here in late July, August, so it, it'll happen. Yeah, we never do miss the dog days of summer, do we? That's it. Yeah, you can't avoid that. So, uh, I've got a listener question for you, but I had one question for you for um, for myself. Um, you know, obviously, you're in the thick of it uh, with tourist season, particularly with the fourth falling on a weekend. You know, what's your tip to folks that want to get out and fish, but they want to uh, either miss the tube hatch or they want a little solitude? Absolutely. So, you know, the, the first thing is to start early. And um, the tubers, like, for example, on Deep Creek or even the Tuckasegee, that's going to be a mid-morning to, um, the, you know, 11 a.m., 10, 30 a.m., they'll get going. And, and that'll, you know, if you got a few tubers coming through, like on Deep Creek, that's okay. The fish are used to seeing the tubes. And you, can, you can cast around them. But, um, but otherwise, if you just hike another they can't go past like three quarters of a mile on that trail in the, in the deep Creek. So if you walk another quarter mile, you get away from them. So if you're willing to go, you know, a mile or more down a trail from the parking lot from anywhere, um, and start early, then, then you're going to find yourself, uh, having a really nice morning and, and in time to yourself. So, and then hop off the water and get back with the family and enjoy the time. Absolutely. And uh, our listener question is from Chip, and he wanted to know what he should expect uh, this time of year in terms of hatches. Yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. Um, definitely water temperature dependent. So 
you know, pay attention to the overnight lows. Uh, that's that's definitely going to kind of tell you in the mornings what your what your water temp neighborhood will be. Um, and so right now, you know, for example, this morning we're fishing around four thousand feet, and we saw golden stones, we saw caddis, uh, we saw um, different mayflies coming off, sulfurs and whatnot. So, um, you know, it's not necessarily about oh, you got to have that exact fly in your box as it is getting the color right and a good presentation um and and that's that's gonna that's gonna make things happen so um but it, it's it's kind of a mixed bag i mean you'll even see you know blueing olives hatching so uh you know no matter where you're at in the smokies you're it's it's just a mixed bag right now and as the morning as the sun gets on the water you'll you'll see a flurry of hatch happen but when that water starts to heat up, it's going to slow down a little bit until it starts cooling off again, and the cycle repeats itself inversely as the water cools back off. Got it. So probably if you wanted to go out, you know, you owe it to yourself, right, to have some uh, greeny weenies and some beetles, right, to do the terrestrial. Oh, thing. absolutely. Um, yeah, terrestrials, they're very responsive to ants, especially right now. Yeah, and then I guess you figure, right, if you do like, you know, pheasant tails, hares, ears, parachute atoms, and a couple different color and sizes of caddis, you're probably in pretty good shape. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, we were fishing for brook trout today, and uh, we were throwing a size 12 uh, yellow caddis. So, um, and, but if I, I had a, um, I had an 18 caddis on there for a little bit, they wouldn't touch it, but they, they hammered the, the size 12. So, um, don't, don't necessarily feel like it's a thing you got to overcomplicate and go down to really small size flies for, for even those wild fish, whether it's wild rainbows or wild brook trout. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. If you'll send them to us either on our Facebook page or our Instagram page, uh, if we read your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. You'll get it into a drawing for uh, some goodies from the shop at the end of the season. And uh, before I let you go, Dale, why don't you let folks kind of know your holiday hours uh, for the holiday weekend coming up in Bryson City and Silva? Absolutely. So we're, we're open every day this week, 9 to 5 here in Silva. And uh, we'll be Thursday expanding our hours in Bryson City, 9 to nine to 5, I believe, there as well. So um, Saturday, our hours are um, pretty much going to be 9 to 5 as well. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, – and, and also, July 4th is also free fishing day for North Carolina residents. You do not have to have a fishing license on July 4th. So thank you, NC Wildlife, on that. Uh, there you go. Well, listen, folks, have a great uh, 4th of July weekend. Uh, be safe. Catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale. You too, Marvin.